Hello and welcome to here's Johnny's Reviews and my look at the Underworld franchise, the Sega to Resident Evil Nintendo, i.e. both were huge once upon a time but now are just a joke. So with that I guess I better get on with it. This sadly came out in the early noughties, i.e. the height of Matrix and its copycat powers as almost every movie ripped off the Matrix including A Nightmare on Elm Street and A Friday the 13th in Jason vs Freddy. Yes, I saw this on opening day back in 2003, however, I think I saw this half drunk as I was still a student back then and I went to see almost every movie from 2000 to 2004. Then I got picky and chose only the movies I wanted to see, i.e. I grew up. This movie looked like a cheap Matrix clone with vampires thrown in for good measure in the trailers to me, but hey ho. I think this movie sparked off the vampire and werewolf craze that sadly Twilight jumped on and killed almost stone dead. So now that I've pissed off the Twihards, I guess it's on with the show. Starring Kate Beckinsale, Scott Speedman, Michael Sheen and Bill Nye. Directed by Len Wiseman. The plot. A war raging between vampires and lichens has been raging on for centuries. A death digger named Selene is tasked with taking down the leader of the lichens. However, caught in the middle is a human which Selene falls for. Her loyalties are now tested between her duties and love. Which one will she choose? The movie opens up with a voiceover by Celine, played by Kate Beckinsale, daughter of the late great Richard Beckinsale of British comedy shows Porridge and Rising Damp. Dressed in her best Trinity outfit, i.e. a PVC catsuit and a corset with huge boots. As she explains the backstory of the war between the vampires and lichens, also she laments that she's just too good at her job, a death dealer, which is to kill werewolves. As there are hardly any lichens left, she jumps off her perch from a tall building and lands on her feet and just stalks two lichens. One called Rays, played by Kevin Gravox, I think that's his name, and another unnamed Werewolf. As they follow Michael Corbin, played by Scott Speedman, into the underground station. It's here Selena first sees Michael and it's love at first sight. Rays senses she's in danger from an unnamed death dealer, so stops following Michael, pulls out his two submachine guns and shoots up the place. One of the death dealers stalking the two lichens gets shot by UV bullet and dies in some really cool effects. Practical, I believe. So, Swain pulls out her twin handguns and goes after that liking, shoots everything up in her path as Ray's reloads and takes shots at her. In a crossfire, a woman gets shot, so Michael gets off the train to help her and almost gets snatched by an unnamed lichen. However, Selene shoots him and he runs off. This is all very much Matrix as there's plaster falling off the ceilings and off the pillars in the subway station and there's bullets flying over the place. It's all very Matrix this bit. <clears throat> anyway, moving on. Onto the subway tracks which Selene chases him down after him as Raz deals with the other death dealer. He too runs off and both have a fight on the tracks with Ray's turning into a werewolf. Ah yes, these werewolves can turn at will and longer need to wait for a full moon. Interesting little spin on werewolves there. So Ray's turns into a werewolf in scenes that looked far better in American Wolf in London from 20 plus years earlier. Selene in the meantime tracks down the other lichen. She shoots it with silver bullets as it escapes into the sewers, as she follows him down there, and she fills him with bullets, then takes his gun filled with UV bullets. Just then, Ray's tracks her down in 
still more form she deals with him by throwing four silver throwing stars at him and then runs off in the tunnels she hears the lankings fighting in their base fight club style however she has to run for her life as Raze is hot on her trail one thing i will say that's good about this movie is the werewolves are practical and there's hardly any cg used however when the cg is used it looks piss poor the fight club is broken up by lycan leader lucian played by michael sheen of sadly the twilight quote-unquote saga and he played tony blair in the queen as he scolds all involved telling them they're nothing more than a bunch of wild dogs selene heads back to her safe house mansion actually the mansion where she walks straight up to tech wizard khan played by robbie gee of snatch and other british movies and shows him the uv bullets from the lycan's gun as vampire leader craven played by shane brawley flanked by his lackeys question where the lycan's would get such new uv bullets and then refuses to go back for their fallen vampire then refuses to believe Celine's claims of a werewolf den until Khan points out maybe it may be worth a quick look. Celine, annoyed by this, goes down to the vampire elder's tomb just as Craven's wannabe lover, Electra, sorry, Erica, played by Sophie Moyles, takes her to get dressed for the vampire party held that night because apparently the oldest of all vampires is coming to visit this coven and two covens are going to become one. Meanwhile, Craze returns to the werewolf Celine killed and takes his body back to the den. In her room, Celine checks the photos taken by one of the death dealers and finds out Michael is the one they were after. Craven doesn't listen to Celine's concerns as the party guests arrive. In the werewolf den, the Lycans, the Lycans, a very own Frankenstein-esque doctor, holds humans and experiments on them trying to find the right bloodline in very much a 10 minute way by hunting down all the corvins in the city cut to michael as we find out he's a doctor also spot whitworth miller as dr adam in a very early role for him back with craze as he carries the body of the diet lichen back to the base nude at the den the doctor pulls the throwing stars out of Ray's body as lucian questions if the vampires know they were there for michael also doctor says that the other werewolf is dead because Celine has filled him with too many bullets and has shredded all of his internal organs. With Ray's saying he's unsure so Lucian goes after Michael himself. The party is in full swing. Unfortunately, much to Craven's annoyance, Celine has run off to find Michael at his home. She kicks down his door and goes through his things. In the meantime, Lycan's question Dr. Adam about him. Dressed in fake policeman outfits. Returning to his flat, he finds his door kicked in. He enters just as Dr. Adam leaves a message on his machine. As Celine hauls him up by his throat, the lichens attack, giving Michael the chance to run away. Celine, getting tracked by five werewolves, uses her twin guns to shoot out the floor to escape, wasting fuck tons of bullets. Why not to shoot the bloody werewolves is beyond me. Meanwhile, Michael escapes in the lift. Unfortunately, Lucian is waiting for him on the ground floor and bites him. After Celine fills Lucian with bullets, now Lucian has a blood sample. Celine runs off with Michael as Lucian gives chase in a stunt done for real by Michael Sheen. She barely gets away, however, due to Celine's being heavily wounded, she crashes into a river. As the car sinks, Michael pulls them both out of the car and at river banks, he performs CPR on Celine and tends to her wound. Lucian returns 
to the den with the blood sample and then tells the Frankenstein-esque doctor he's bitten Michael and during the full moon he will find them. So I want to get straight here a new turn. It has to be for a full moon to become werewolf-like but the other ones could just turn at will. Okay then. So the doctor tests the blood and is positive for whatever the hell we're looking for as it doesn't really say. Back on the riverbank, Selene wakes up, now healed from her wound, as Michael is having a flashback memory, the bane of these fucking movies, to something that happened hundreds of years earlier, of the first battle between the vampires and the werewolves. He wakes up in Selene's safe house, as she questions him why he's getting followed by the werewolves, in walks Erica to see Selene's new quote-unquote pet, also to tell her that Craven is looking for her. Craven acts all jealous with Selene as he thinks she's in love with him. Meanwhile, Erica creepily watches Michael sleep, then goes in for a taste until she finds out he's been bitten and literally jumps like a scared cat and sticks to the ceiling and hisses at him. Freaked out, Michael jumps out the window, then has another flashback memory as attack dogs chase him out of the property. A Craven and Selene walk in as Michael makes over the gate. Terrified Erica runs off. After getting a backhand slap from Craven, Selene goes down to the shooting range where this movie's Q Khan gives her two shiny new semi-automatic handguns which fire liquid silver bullets. Well, silver nitro bullets to be precise. At a secret meeting between Lucian and Craven, because surprise, Craven didn't kill Lucian. This revolution should have came much earlier, not at the 40 minutes mark. Ugh, God's sake. Lucian scares Craven off with a threat and a warning not to go after Michael Corvin. Selene breaks into Craven's room and finds an old book, where she reads to us the backstory of the fight between Craven and Lucian, where the only piece of proof that Craven killed Lucian is a piece of flesh cut from Lucian's arm, which has the seal of vampire elder Victor. Selene storms out only to be bumped into by Erica, who tells her Michael has been bitten but Selena doesn't believe her and storms off. At the hospital, Michael grabs Dr. Adam and asks for his help, however Dr. Adam goes to get the fake policemen from earlier and Michael runs off. Back with Selene, as she writes Victor's name in the mirror and then talks to her reflection, so vampires have reflections and werewolf can tell it turn at will. Okay then. Interesting new spin on the old vampire and werewolf lore there. Hmm. She asks Victor for forgiveness and guidance, then goes down to the elder's tomb and awakens him up while a dried up husk dummy anyway, then feeds it some of her blood in which she hopes he can read her memories. So with blood filling the dummy's mouth and the so-so CGI kicking in, uh, Victor, played by Bill Nye, is awakened. Yet more flashbacks of her blood memories. I swear to God, these are the bane of these movies. As we hear and see what she says in the mirror, that Lucian isn't dead and Craven is in league with him. Meanwhile, Michael shows up at the gates, just as Celine hides in the shadows as a scooth guard shows up, wondering why the coffin has been moved. On the video screen, Celine tells Michael she'll come out for him. One thing, why in all these gothic films does it have to piss down of rain constantly? Craven checks out the tomb, finding Victor awakened just before Erica tells him Michael has been bitten by a lichen. Out of the shadows, Victor walks attached to a blood feeding system. In her speeding car, Selene tells Michael everything 
Also, he's very lucky to survive a werewolf bite, as most humans die in mere minutes. Victor chews out Craven by telling him to let Selene come to him until Craven points out he's been awakened a good hundred years earlier. Selene pulls up at a vampire safe house and tells Michael it's not hallucinations he's having, but blood memories. Back with the werewolf den, the wolves arm themselves to the teeth with the new UV boat machine guns. At the safe house, Selene now has Michael chained to a chair and then tells him her backstory of how a werewolf slaughtered her family, also how she first met Victor and him turning him into a vampire hundreds of years earlier. I think it said 500 years earlier. <laughs> Michael and Selene share a kiss, so this is now a love story. She handcuffs him to the chair, then hands him a gun with a silver bullet in it, saying one bullet won't kill him but will slow down his transformation as Selene heads back to the HQ. Selene returns to the HQ, which Lucian's men are watching, yet she doesn't notice this big gigantic van sitting outside the gates, but moving on. So Craven is told of her arrival, again surrounded by his lackeys. Selene ignores Craven's warning and enters Victor's tomb. With Craven watching and listening on CCTV, Victor doesn't listen to Selene and throws her to the wolves, so to speak, aka the Vampire Council will deal with her as she has broken the chain of command and has woken him a good hundred or so years before his time. Which is a big no-no apparently because only trained people can do this and she's only 500 years old and not old enough to do this. That's is why her blood memories are all over a bloody place. So banished to her room and locked in with armed guards standing watch, Craven tells them no one gets in or out as the jealous Erica overhears that he thinks of Selene as his queen and not her. At the safe house, Michael tries in vain to escape his chains. Craven tells Khan his lackey, Soren, played by Scott McElroy. We'll pick up vampire elder Amelia, played by Zeta Gorog. At the train station, the lichens show up and slaughter everyone on board, as Craven's lackeys just look on. Erica helps Selene escape from her room for her own selfish bullshit reasons. Selene races back to Michael as he has yet another goddamn blood memory flashback. I swear to fucking god, these flashbacks. Arriving at the safe house, just as Lucian's men show up, Selene and Michael barely escape. Michael jumps out of a six-story window and lands on his feet, so they're now cats all of a sudden because dogs don't do that. He is then bundled into the back of a cop car by the fake cops from the hospital, leaving Selene to take out the lichens and badly wound the lichen doctor as she takes him back to Victor as a proof. Khan gets his men to slip off the property to find out what's happened to Craven's men and Amelia as it's now been over an hour and they're still not back. Back at the train station with all the vampires dead, Ray's takes some of Amelia's blood. In the back of the cop car, Michael is about to change into werewolf in some pretty good for the time CGI. The two fake cops get out and try to slow his transformation and do so. Back at the mansion, Craven tries to turn Victor against Selene until she shows up with the Lycan's doctor, who spills his guts about how he has tried for years to cross the vampire and werewolf bloodlines with no success. So they tracked down the bloodline of Alexander Cornvinius. I guess you say that. The first true immortal. 
that had two sons, one bitten by a bat and one bitten by a wolf, which Victor doesn't believe, calling it a fairy tale, and points to another coffin with AM on it, saying there lays a direct bloodline member of the Corvinus clan. With the doctor pointing out, yes, but he has already been bitten by a vampire and it's unpure. And this is where the movie gets very messy. The doctor tells Victor Michael Corvin's blood can hold both vices, making it a new creature. With that, Craven runs off as Victor hears the truth that Lucian is still alive. The doctor also says if Lucian injects himself with vampire elder blood, such as Amelia's, he can become a half vampire, half werewolf. Back at the train station, Khan's men find the carnage. Khan walks into the elder tomb to tell Victor the council and Amelia are dead. So he kills the lichen doctor by slashing him in the face and then says sorry to Celine for not listening to her in the first place, giving her the opportunity to rise in the ranks. All she has to do is kill Michael. Back at the werewolf den, Lucian takes some of Michael's blood to test it. Another blood memory flashback of Victor having Lucian whipped by a silver chain as a vampire woman looks on who then burns up as the sunlight hits her body. That night, Lucian escapes with Victor's talisman and the war begins. After that long flashback, Michael asks if that's what started the war, with Lucian saying once upon a time werewolves were vampire watchdogs and he took Victor's daughter to be his bride, which Victor feared would make a half-breed, so he had her killed. Craven runs to Lucian for help, with Lucian telling us Craven's plan to rule over everything that the Amelia and the Vampire Council are dead. Celine shows up with a hit squad, then takes out dozens of werewolves. As Craven sees no way out, he shoots Lucian in the back with the new silver bullets and just runs off. Craze shows up with Amelia's blood as he finds Lucian's almost dead body and just drops a blood sample. This bit goes nowhere and he just runs away. He goes after some vampires and takes on one who handily has two silver whips. He transforms into a werewolf and makes short work of that vampire. Celine senses where Michael is being held and has to face off with three werewolves in order to get him back in some Matrix rip-off scenes. Meanwhile, Khan and his men are taken out by a lone werewolf. Celine tracks down Michael and kills the werewolf about to kill him, but why if he is already a werewolf himself? Moving on. She gets him out of his chains and a weakened Lucian watches on. Meanwhile, Victor just walks around killing werewolves with his bare hands and a silver sword. Celine tries to get Michael out but is caught in a crossfire. Michael opens a random door which just so happens to have Craven behind it as Craven fills him with the new silver nitrate bullets. It's here. Craven tells Celine the truth that it was Victor that killed her family, not a werewolf and he took her to be his new replacement daughter. Lucian uses the last of his strength to stab Craven in the knee with his silver sword attached up his sleeve, then gets Celine to bite Michael, making him a lichen pyre, half vampire, half werewolf. Craven fills Lucian with bullets, then runs off just as Victor shows up and pulls Celine off Michael, who is now a lichen pyre. He changes once Victor throws him through a wall into the blue-skinned lichen pyre. And that is a bloody terrible word, lichen pyre. But it is actually used in the behind the scenes. Victor tries to explain why he killed Celine's family and his daughter, saying that he needed to do it to protect the species as 
this half-breed will be a complete abomination. He then takes on Michael's lacking pyre as it slashes him with, his e- with its elongated claws. Victor tries in vain to fight it off with his silver sword. As Victor gets the best of Michael, his hit squad show up and fill Michael with bullets, so Selene snaps all of their necks, which gives the lacking pyre a chance to recover. Selene runs to Michael's side, but is sucker punched by Victor, which pisses off Michael. However, so much for the half-vampire, half-werewolf being stronger than the vampire, as Victor almost chokes the life out of Michael, until Selene slices Victor's head in half of his own silver sword. The werewolf watching back off as Selene picks up Victor's talisman. Michael is now in his human form again, and the two walk off. Back at the mansion, the blood from the lichen doctor wakes up Marcus as Selene voices over, saying she's in deep shit. As the dummy's eyes open and turn black, as credits roll. So that was Underworld far too long for its own good, with too many goddamn blood memory flashbacks, although it did use practical effects as much as it could. However, this thing is too long-winded for its own good and just drags on. Plus, the plot is very muddled about why they need Michael's blood, then Amelia's blood, and the whole cross-species thing, which turns out to be pretty much weaker than Victor is, the oldest living vampire. Or one of the oldest vampires. Hmm. So with that, I'm going to give it 5 out of 10. Say what you will about Resident Evil movies, which I did last month. Check out the archives. But at least they didn't hang around. They were short, sharp, and, well, not really to a point, but you get my, my gist. Anyway, come back next week for my look at Underworld Evolution. Then the rest of the month, for the rest of the franchise, check out my thoughts on Underworld Blood Wars in the archives, as I covered it last month. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Here's Johnny's Pod. Email me movie suggestions and what you thought of my podcast to Here's Johnny's Reviews at gmail.com. Leave a like on SoundCloud and follow me if you like these podcasts. Also, check out my dozens of other podcasts on SoundCloud, including my look at The Omen, Psycho, Resident Evil, Gremlins, Gullies, Critters, and James Bond franchises, as well as my solo podcasts for Aliens, Labyrinth, Scream 2, Doctor Who the Movie. Donnie Darko and many and many and more. A bye.